Welcome to the Eating for a Healthy Life podcast. My name is Chad Muncy, and I'm so excited that you've joined me today. This is the podcast where we discuss the food choices that we make, how we can live a happier and healthier lifestyle, and we discuss all these things with clinical nutritionist Mashira Solomon. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to get started today. Here we go. So this is the first episode, and I want you to kind of get to know exactly what this show is going to be about. Uh, Mashira Solomon is a clinical nutritionist who has quite an incredible story. Um, It is not just a health journey. It is a, a journey where she... Um, was healthy. She was a working woman. She was strong. And then all of a sudden she got attacked. She got ill. um, And she went to many, many doctors and tried to figure out what in the world was wrong with her. And it's an incredible story of resilience and someone fighting not just to go with the norm um, of taking medicine and, and listening to everybody and what, everything they're telling you to do, all kind of conflicting opinions. Um, she really fought for her health and ended up creating an incredible um, brand. She ended up creating a, a cafe where people can get incredible healthy food. I just want you to listen to her story because it inspired me. Uh, my name's Chad Muncie. I'm going to be your host through this entire journey. No matter how long this podcast lasts, we're going to be in this together. And we are going to delve into topics that sometimes people don't like to talk about. I am personally a diabetic Uh, I take lots of insulin every day. I try to be healthy. I try to eat healthy. Um, Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. But this lovely lady, uh, Mashira Solomon, is going to kind of lead us through the things that we should be doing, the things that we are supposed to be doing. And she's a great person that even says, hey, if you fall down, you fall down. Just get back up and keep going. So I can't wait to get into this episode. I can't wait for you to listen to her story. This is going to be a two-parter. So this episode is going to be part one of Mashira's story. And then listen to the next episode to hear part two of her story. And then Mashira is going to walk us through a lot of really cool topics in each episode. And uh, I can't wait for you to learn more about her. So let's get started. So I'm with Mashira Solomon. Mashira, I'm so happy to be talking to you because your story is such an inspiration to people like me. I'm a diabetic and I try every day. I struggle on my health journey, but I'm interested to know, and the people that are going to be listening to this are interested to know, how did you come to be so knowledgeable about this? Is this something that that uh, you just learned overnight or did it take you years to get to the point you're at? Give us an insight into your story and how you came to know about all this. I actually had no clue about how to make my food or or be in the kitchen. And I didn't know anything about the kitchen. I grew up, my father never allowed me to go in the kitchen oh, because wow. you will have a cook. And I was I, I owned a mortgage company. And I was focused on it, but right after um, delivering my son, 
my second son, I was complaining, I'm having pains in my body. I have pain in my shoulder. I have pain in my wrist. I have, and I kept going to one doctor after another, and they kept saying, oh, nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, something is wrong with me. And after three and a half years, my rheumatoid factor showed on my blood test. After three and a half years of every doctor is telling me, it's mental, it's, uh, you're just uh, depressed. One of them even gave me antidepressant, which I decided I'm not taking antidepressant. Mm. I'm not depressed, I am in pain. And finally, my rheumatoid factor showed on my blood test after three and a half years. And that took me to a completely different journey that they started to give me medication until one of the doctor made a mistake with my weight. And she gave me medication based on a hundred pound extra oh my on my weight. And that almost really killed me because I was in a bad shape. And when I went to another doctor and he asked me, what are you taking? And I told him, he said, impossible. With your weight, you cannot take that dose. And he found out I was correct. So he started to give me another medicine and they put me on one of the clinical trial and it was another shots. And I took it all I, from the methotrexate, the cold see everything they tried on me. And one day I felt like I am nothing but a rat lab. Wow. Everybody is trying to give me something. And I decided I'm just going to follow what my grandmother used to do. Just Food. She used to say, just eat healthy, eat good, you will be good. In her very primitive way, she died at age 97, and she was a very healthy wow. until right before she really got, you know, she, she slipped two years before she died. But rather than that, she was eating fresh food every day. She was making the food every day. And no dinner. Uh, she ate her big meal around three, four o'clock. That was the lunch. But I decided, let me look at the food. And the very first thing I cut down was my the meat. Mm. And I felt like this numbness and weird feeling in my body started to subside. And I added vegetable. And again, I wasn't a cook. I didn't know anything about cooking. I really had no clue. I had wow. somebody prepping my meals. I, for my kids, I was very um, into what my kids eat, but I was never into what I eat, I am eating. And when you get busy, you just hmm. grab whatever you can eat, good or not. I wasn't thinking about. So I started to really uh, look and have a much better understanding of what am I doing here? My degree from Egypt was into nutrition. And, and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to start applying what I, what I learned. And, and really, it's, it's, it's not as overwhelming as having a disease you can get rid of. Okay. Especially they wanted to do, my knees were killing me and they wanted to replace my two knees. And I'm like, I have two kids. 
Mm. How am I going? And, and I'm running a company. How am I supposed to deal with the knee replacement? And again, we're talking about 30 something years ago. Knee replacement were not as common as today's knee right. replacement. And I didn't want to replace any of my joints. And my concern, okay, if I replace my knee, what am I going to do with my elbows and my rest and my shoulder? Am I going to be all replaced? So I decided, let me really focus on the food. And I really started with the salmon. And I started to, and I never liked fish. And I started to look at the salmon. Salmon has omega, omega helps with. And I started to relate the food to what I have. Mm. And I started, I'm hungry. Do I eat more salmon? But I'm not really sure I like the salmon. Now I loved everything. I love everything because I love how it makes me feel. Yeah. So I started mm -hmm. to add vegetables I never heard of. And from there, I decided, let me start going to farms. I used to go upstate New York in the summer and see because then there was no farmer's market. 30 years ago, there was farmers. You go to the farms and you get your food. And I started to actually look at the food and come there. And I had no clue. I, and again, 30 years ago, the internet was not like now. So you don't know what you're cooking. Mm -hmm. So I will call back home my grandmother and ask, how could I cook this? How do I make this? And these were very expensive calls then. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I really started to get into my food to the point I decided I'm selling my company and I'm focusing on what am I eating? What am I wow. doing? And I started to eliminate food. And as I eliminate, I'm feeling better. And I started to incorporate supplements with my food. Okay. And I got into the supplement. There is good supplement. There is bad supplements. There is a lot of things out there that you don't want put in your body. And I started to go back to school for how to choose supplements. And, and this is really in a very brief, um, in my, uh, my journey with the food and how did I come to that? It was really my disease. Right. Because according to the doctors, by age 40, you will be completely crippled because oh your disease is very aggressive. They said your hands will be completely out of whack. You're, you will not be able to walk. And I decided, okay, it's my body and it's my decision where to be from or to go from here. Mm. So that was really my amazing. journey on food. And... My biggest, before that, my biggest problem, if I need to eat out and I don't feel like cooking mm -hmm. or I need to just pick up something and bring it home, there was nothing that I feel like it's clean or it's um, tasty or it's organic right. that you go. And every time I eat out, I come home where my stomach is bloated. That means there is something there that, it didn't go well with me. It didn't agree with me. So I decided to open a place that you can actually come as close as your kitchen as it could be. And after a few days of eating this, you actually feel good. 
Mm. And what, that was the biggest accomplishment and satisfaction I got. Wow. So this is, this is amazing. I didn't know any of this about you. This is, um, it's amazing that you decided on, a, on I'm, I'm assuming not on a whim, you thought about it, but you sold your company to go after food. What was the drive behind that? Did you want to, um, did you have a, a passion to just help other people or did you just want to learn more about it? What was the drive behind that? I, I really, I, I had absolutely no clue what I'm doing. Wow. All I could tell you that if I continue this way, it won't be me anymore. I have my drive is my two boys. Oh. Okay. And I, I didn't know. And there was no internet to go to. There was no functional doctors you go to. Nutritionists were very um, far in between. 37 years ago, 34 years ago, there was nothing. Mm. that we are having available now. Now we don't need to read books. Right. You just go on the internet. My drive was I need to get my health, my health in check because of the boys. I have two boys, wow. young boys at that age. And I don't care how great my company is if I am not great, yeah. if I am not. And I started to feel the difference when I eat a good meal from bad meal. So that was really my drive. What I'm eating has a lot to do of how I am feeling. Yeah. And if, if I'm eating bad, I feel terrible. And, and, and when I tell you terrible, it's not sleepy. It's, I'm not sleepy. I'm not heavy. I'm in pain. Wow. My head is pounding. My, my brain is foggy. Uh, your thinking is just, you're edgy. Um, serious feelings, okay? So I decided is what you put in your fork at the end of your fork is what makes you, makes you or breaks you. And my motive from there was, I need to feel better. I need mm. to feel good. I need to feel healthy. And again, nobody was helping them. We didn't have anybody who can go and draw your blood and say, you shouldn't be eating this and you shouldn't. And I started to be in tune to what I'm eating. Mm. It just, if I eat that the second day, I'm really not feeling well or right away. I'm not feeling well, but if I eat that and I really started to read books that it's about, you know, uh, ginger. What about turmeric? What about ginger? thinks that it's primitive it's a very it's been used in a thousand years right but we don't hear about it here we don't hear about it in our food and again don't forget our food is a fast food i have never walked to a lot of fast foods without mentioning the name because i didn't like how they look mm -hmm. or how they it just smell but it doesn't mean that others that they are saying they are great, they are using lousy ingredients. Mm -hmm. So I really start to focus on ingredients. Let me focus on maybe if I add some ginger or I eat ginger, maybe if I eat turmeric. And, and from there, I started, it's, it was really like a, 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 an onion and I kept peeling Oh, one yeah. layer at a time, one layer at a time. And I was young, so I didn't know what I'm doing. But I figured 
what's the big deal? You will learn. Right. You know, you, you, you can think about it. You can do. And I started to get into the cooking. And I started to cook stuff and well, it's good. Eh? Not that great. <laughs> but I wasn't creative. And that's why I'm telling everyone, just don't be hard on yourself. Okay. Start your journey and start your goal with very low expectation. Don't expect that you're going to walk in the kitchen and you're going to be chef and everything it takes a few minutes. It doesn't happen. Just you know, designate a time of the week that I'm going to do this and I'm going to eat it on Monday or Tuesday or Saturday. Just have a plan. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm saying have a plan because sometimes you don't have time and all of a sudden you find yourself without a plan. And when you don't have a plan, you reach out and you eat whatever is available. And sometimes whatever is available is not good. Yeah. So that starting with something you said a minute ago, you started, you talked about how bad you felt when you ate, you, when you ate, the food you used to eat, how bad you felt. And I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that listen to this who feel the same way, who feel like they're stuck. Like they, when they eat a meal, they don't know why they get a headache. They don't know why they feel bloated. They feel like they can't move. They just need to lay down. And some people are going to be in pain after they eat. And I I feel like, especially nowadays where fast food is, you know, all over the place where processed foods are in our face, what is the first step? What advice would you give to somebody who says, I just want to take a first step to get healthy? I don't know where to start. What would you say to them? First things is start with what, why are you, why are you doing this? Mm. You want to get healthy? Start with one meal a day, just one, one meal a day. You make it at home. One meal a day. Wow. Either if you are busy in, for breakfast, don't do the breakfast. If you are not busy for one meal a day, plan one meal a day. Go on the internet, go and have a meal plan that it fits your need. And don't be afraid. Just don't be overwhelmed. Just take all the crowds that we have on the internet mm-hmm. because you will um, Google something and something else would say that's wrong. Just see one meal a day, make it and eat it that you know what you have. Mm. You know, the ingredient start about inquiring what's in. Is there MSG? MSG is everywhere. It makes the food delicious, but, and it has 150 different name now because they became very yeah. savvy. Nobody likes MSG, but you know, now they call it a lot of other just one meal a day. Either if you have time for breakfast, make a breakfast. If you have time for dinner, make it dinner. If you have time for lunch, take it with you and prep it. If you want to do a breakfast and let's say you want to do a shake, have everything in a, a bag and throw it in the freezer. Bring it in the morning, put it in your blender and go. Wow. That's it. It's all you have. It will take you 10 minutes to pick up a bagel or a donut or to stop at Starbucks. Yeah. It will take you less time to make your own smoothie. 
if you prep it. Even with myself, I have a stack in my freezer that it's all already. All I have to do is just throw it in the blender with flaxseed and chia and I'm done. Wow. Because sometimes your morning is hectic or you don't have the time to have from every bag or to peel a banana or to put some avocado. Just do whatever you want in that bag, seal it, put it in the freezer. Wake up in the morning, take it, put some water with it and go. <laughs> Buy one of these blender, the, what's called the small cup that you take the cup with you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you don't have to deal with a big blend. Make, if you have time, use a Vitamix or a Blendtec mm-hmm. and make the second one for the, ne- the next day. So now you have two for oh, two wow. days. But just invest in, in your health. Go and buy a good Vitamix or Blendtec blender. Make soups in it. Mm-hmm. Make smoothie in it. It really invests because on the long run, they will become very handy. And take them out. If you have them, take them out of your cabinet. They are collecting dust. Just take them (laughs) and start using them. That's what I will advise somebody. Just one thing. Don't don't overwhelm yourself. Mm. And once you start your breakfast, that it's really healthy, you may be hungry in the afternoon. Have a handful of nuts. In wow. your head. Okay. Handful of your nuts and your pocket and your briefcase. And now that we're all staying home, just to have everything ready and with it. And start noticing how you feel when you're eating that. Mm. Start taking notes. Am I clear head? Am I feeling better? Am I feeling less? Am I energetic? Am I not energetic? These are these are feelings that we keep ignoring. And that's what really takes us back on to our journey. Mm, that's very, very good advice. I hope you've enjoyed today and enjoyed listening to the Eating for a Healthy Life podcast with Mashira Solomon. My name is Chad Muncy. I'm your host. Please check out the website at eatingforahealthylife.com. We'll see you again real soon. <laughs>